Welcome to the Good, the Bad, and the Podcast. The podcast where we take a certain genre, director, actor, in film, and we look at their good movie, their bad movie, and that movie that makes you secretly want to buy all the merchandise from Hot Topic. <laughs> My name is Micah. Hey, I'm Kelly. I'm Charles, and I don't know what's going on. Well, let me explain, because Hot Topic is only in business because of this man that we're talking about today. We're talking about the movies of Tim Burton. But before I get into that, I do want to give a shout out. I completely forgot last week to do this. I want to give a shout out to somebody who posted a review on our iTunes. And guys, that when you review on iTunes, that's how we're found out. And uh, Minnie Darren uh, said, the show created a real flexible and intriguing structure. Uh, dude, I really appreciate that wherever you are. You're welcome. Whoa! <laughs> oh my gosh! No. In all fairness, How did he didn't happen? know. I just now told him. <laughs> yeah, I just found out. So Mark, he was it, really going to give a shout out to this person. I, I know was, Yeah. So Mark, thank you for that review, and uh, we have Mark back with us. Hello, good to be here. I'm excited to talk about Tim Burton. He gave us a really uh, intriguing look at uh, Daniel Craig James Bond movies, and uh, so now we're back to. Talk about Tim Burton movies. And my picks for the Tim Burton movies were from 1987, I believe. Which one? Um, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. 85. 85, sorry. Uh, from 1994, Ed Wood. And from 2012, Dark Shadows. So is there anything you guys want to May I before? say, Micah, yes. that I <laughs> am going to pull a Charles here and tell you that I have no idea which one is which of these. It's a rarity, but I, I'm puzzled. Is, is this one of the ones you might wear a top hat for? Because you're not wearing one right now, but I didn't know if you're bringing the class back for this one. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's going to be a little classy. Everything I do is classy, man. Right. <laughs> what are your thoughts? I have to say, I agree. I have no idea what your good and bad pick are. I, I have a feeling what your bad one is, but... I can't. I couldn't say what the good and one these is. These aren't necessarily the picks I would have chosen, by the way. So that's why it's confusing and hard for me mm. to guess what you're thinking. Well, when okay. you announced these last last time, my first thought was when I think of Tim Burton, none of these three movies come to mind. A couple of them took me by surprise. I'd forgotten he dire even directed them. Oh, mm -hmm. wow. Well, let me give. Uh, whenever we do podcasts like this, where we're talking about a director actor, I'd like to give a little quick bio. So, Tim Burton mm, bio. Mm, everybody loves a bio. <laughs> Scintillating. <laughs> Tim Burton was born August 25th, uh, 1958, which is actually a day before my birthday, so that's pretty cool. And uh, he was born Same in Burbank. <laughs> <laughs> I like hanging out with you whippersnappers. Uh, he was born in Burbank, California. I grew up basically idolizing Vincent Price and Vincent Price movies. And uh, he started off his career with Disney uh, being an animator. And uh, working on films as Fox and the Hound, things like that, Black Cauldron. And uh, it wasn't until he uh, had his first, one of his short, first short films, Frankenweenie, in 1984, that he was recognized by a man named Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman, mm -hmm. uh, and asked to direct uh, the movie. From there, it uh, took off with Beetlejuice, and then he got to do, uh, and then Batman was his, his big, kind of big break. They got to do some more uh, movies that he were kind of his brainchild, uh, Edward Scissorhands. So a couple of interesting things, too, about Tim Burton is that um, he is married to Helen Bonham Carter, which they met on the set of Planet of the Apes. Well, not anymore, right? 
Let me check IMDb. <laughs> and, and, and also, since we're spitting truth out here, they were never married. They were just dating oh, for a long time. Okay. And they're oh. separated now. Oh, okay. Womp, That's what womp, we always Charles. like to keep. We always like to keep relevant on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. But they do have two children. And uh, you're looking at me like oh, you want me to correct you. No. Like, I don't... <laughs> and Johnny Depp is actually the godfather of their son. So that's pretty cool. Uh, uh, yeah. Interesting. The, but they're not real live children. They're claymation children, actually. <laughs> With giant eyes and blue hue. <laughs> yeah. So uh, th- that that seems appropriate for uh, Tim Burton. Good save. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> before I get into my what my good, bad, and ugly pick are. Let me just say that what I had to do for this was basically make a list uh, or rank my Tim Burton movies. And let me tell you, for me, there is a big gap uh, between his good movies, what I would classify as his good movies, and his bad movies. And that gap is almost divided completely in half. Seven good, seven bad, one in the middle. (laughs) So... From that gap, too, I have a lot of really close honorable mentions. So my number one good pick and my number one bad pick, I had to really weigh them together because there are about three that I could choose as bad, three that I could choose as good. It was very difficult to choose a single one. I finally had to come back to, okay, take all personal nostalgia out and look at it critically as the film. So what would you like to start with? Well... So we do chronological. That's what we did last time. That sounds like a great idea. That's a fascinating concept. <laughs> Who thought of that? <laughs> so my, uh, well, let's start with Pee Wee, I guess. Uh, Pee Wee from 1985 is my ugly pick. Right. Okay. Okay. Now, it's a little bit begrudgingly my ugly pick, uh, but when I look at it critically as a film, it falls in the middle for me. It falls just. In fact, it fall, if I had to put it on a scale, it would be probably more towards the good side. But it's, to me, not that great of a film itself. Is it the nostalgia, if you're looking at it that way? If I'm looking at nostalgia, I mean, it kind of it, it bumps it up, yeah. Because... Can I say that Kelly and I were having a discussion about this earlier. She watched the movie yesterday for the first time ever. She had never seen a Pee Wee movie or the show or knew anything about Paul Rubens. And I told her, I was like, look, if you didn't grow up with it in the 80s, you're going to hate this movie. And so, guess what? Kelly, go ahead. I did. I hated it. I'm sorry. <laughs> she was like, there's no way Mike is picking this as a good one. I'm no. like, it could be as good or it's going to be a marginally <laughs> ugly. No, you're totally right. Because I was looking at this with 2015 glasses on. Uh, or 2016 glasses, sorry. And uh, yeah, it, it is... <laughs> it's very odd. It's a very, very odd movie. And first, in fact, the first about ten minutes is just him going around going, ah, ah, "Good morning, Mister Breakfast." And like you're basically going, "What the heck is happening?" He's, he's feeding his dog, and he's he's like this man child, and he's yelling to his neighbor, "I'm watering my lawn now." You're like, "What in the world is this movie about?" Why? Just why? But it, it becomes pretty brilliant in parts, especially the ending when it's like uh, James Brolin and Morgan Fairchild. Are, yes. Although, you know, Austin Powers ripped that years later, ripped it off in Goldmember, but mm-hmm. it's pretty brilliant to see. And then they dubbed uh, Pee Wee Herman's one part in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. The ending is absolutely great. brilliant. The I love the part, too. I thought that I I thought this would be kind of cheesy rewatching it, but the part in the bar when he goes uh, he goes wait 
I have one last request. And he gets up and dances to tequila and they all love it. <laughs> That's fun. That's really kind of funny. Like, it's stupid, but it's funny. And I love the shout outs to Texas when he's like, he's like, I'll prove I'm in Texas. And he's like, oh, yeah. deep in the heart, they all have to clap. But it's funny because it's true. Like, yeah, people do really do that. I, it's yeah. it really is like there's so many brilliant moments like that in this movie. Uh-huh. I even like the part when they trick the the cop by dressing in drag and posing as a couple. Uh-huh. That cracks me up every time. <laughs> the cop asks him to get out. And... <laughs> I just wanted to look at your lovely dress. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I like I I like this movie a lot. But again, I grew up with Pee Wee. This show, I love the show. Pee Wee's Playhouse is awesome. Do you like it because of nostalgia? Or do you like it because it's a good movie though? That's the... I, I think it's both. Like, I remember as a kid when Pee Wee's Playhouse got canceled because of Paul Rubin's incident. I was really sad. Actually, it was one of mm-hmm. my favorite shows. So I can't take the nostalgia factor away from it. Whoops! I didn't mean to get all heartbroken. I was burping. <laughs> uh, I can't take the nostalgia factor oh. out of it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, this movie is completely wonkers. But how great is it that it exists? That Tim Burton and Paul Rubens got together and made this crazy. So you movie. like it? I. When I rewatch it, because I remember this movie being long and drawn out, but watching it, it's really funny and it moves pretty quickly. Yeah. I think a lot of the problems lie in the editing and, and the way it progresses, which is very awkwardly and it's all over the... I mean, it's kind of more of a series of funny vignettes than it is a, a long movie. I don't know. I really, really liked it. So, I mean, I, I would put this towards the top of Tim Burton's list, I guess. Yeah. What, what can I just do, do? We know, like, has it ever been explained what his deal is? What, what's like, wrong with him? <laughs> well, why is he? Is there is there a backstory there? Like, what is the? No. The parts that I enjoyed the most were when he wasn't doing the crazy laugh or the crazy voice, or he was just kind of being childlike, I guess you could say. But what, like, what was up with that? I, I this is how I interpret it is that. Basically, he's a trust fund kid that never really grew up and has all this money to buy, you know, all these. Because look at him. He's, he's, I'd say, late 20s, 30s, maybe. And this was made in 1985. So that would put him being born in the 50s. And all of the stuff around him is 50s toys. So it's like he's stuck as a child in his childhood and he can afford it somehow because he makes a lot of money. And I've, I've heard that he makes money off his Rube Goldberg machines. But who would buy that much Rube Goldberg? I, mean, <laughs> I would, Micah. I would. <laughs> but um, Interesting. Okay. You know, you mentioned his age. He's actually, uh, they revived the show, like a Pee Wee's Playoff show um, mm-hmm. in 2011. So I think he was in his 60s, early 60s, late 50s when he made that. And guess what? He looks exactly the same. It's pretty <laughs> awesome, actually. Wow. So, do y'all agree that this would be an ugly pick after hearing what my criteria is? No, because I like this one too much to call it ugly. I don't. I'd have. To, I still don't know what I would pick for an ugly Tim Burton movie. I like almost all of his. I movies. think maybe Mars Attacks would be a good. One. I really enjoyed that movie too, but I, that kind of s- s- struck out to me as an ugly pick. I'm so glad that you brought that up because it ranking, it was Pee Wee and then it was Mars Attacks. So Mars Attacks is on the bad end of the middle spe- middle part of the spectrum because Mars Attacks is I would say just basically an homage movie. It's an homage movie with a big budget and a lot of cast. And there's really nothing else there. 
except I love it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do, Charles. I do. You know, I didn't say this last time, but I am a big Tim Burton fan. And I, I, I don't know. I, like I said, I didn't really agree with your list, but I, I don't know what I would put ugly. I've got a bad one, but I don't know what I would put ugly. Well, let's actually move on to my next pick, because I was talking about homage films, and Tim Burton made a biopic based on... I guess his homage, which would be the Ed Wood, um, 50s, really campy uh, space invasion. So Ed Wood made in 1994. That is my good pick. All right. For just for that, I got to open my can of Pepsi. I'm so happy. It's your good pick. And this episode is sponsored by Pepsi. Apparently. But not Pepsi Next, which I still love. Pepsi Next was awesome. <laughs> uh, so Ed Wood, what do y'all think? Uh, why do you think I chose Ed Wood? Well, okay, so first of all, Kelly, Mark, you hadn't seen it before this podcast? Correct. You guys wouldn't have picked it as his best one, right? Correct. Correct. See, <laughs> I I probably agree with you on this one. Uh, it's You're like, talking to me. Yeah, yeah, Micah, hi. <laughs> I, I, we, yeah, we're, we're like we're like neck and neck with each other. Micah's actually having a kneel for this entire episode. I'm not kidding. I'm feeling really bad for I'm him. I'm committed to this he one. He is. I'm like sitting here in a nice chair next to him. Well, nice is... But anyway. Um, but yeah, no, I... It's like Batman, Edward Scissorhands, Ed Wood, Sweeney Todd. All these movies are at the top. I can't really pick a good one, but Ed Wood is pretty amazing. I love Ed Wood. I love this movie. It's, it. I, I don't know. I really, really do like this movie. Okay, so this is going to be kind of like a tennis match because oh, yeah. Kelly and Mark are on the other side. <laughs> yes. What do you say about Ed Wood? Well, my theory is that you two are pretty big film buffs. Obviously, you have a whole podcast about films, but... I think the appeal for Charles at Kelly? least and, and possibly <laughs> Micah. Well, she, yeah. But here, here's my theory. Let me let me say, <laughs> is that you like this film because it's about Ed Wood, the legendary legendary bad worst director of all time, which is it was a fascinating story. But as a film, I just don't think it holds up to Edward Scissorhands or Batman or any or any of those other great movies. It's because in real life, it's a tragic character. I mean, Ed Wood in real life went on to make porn. He had like nothing. Yeah, didn't he direct Teen Witch? <laughs> thank you thank you mark no you. yes for the reference man don't get me started on that they will be so mad okay, at sorry, you, Charles, but, moving on. okay but 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 no 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 but he in real life his life i mean it was kind of awful towards the end i mean he could be terrible director went off to do porn no one really knows his name here comes tim burton and he's doing like an optimist kind of outlook on it like johnny depp's character is just happy about every single little thing. He sees the bright in it. Like, if the actor shakes the stage when he goes to the door, that's not a mistake. That's how it would really be in real life. Mm-hmm. There's shadows in real life. It's all these things that, like... So he has low standards. That's what's well, heroic about yeah, him. Yes, but but I feel like <laughs> Tim Burton's getting to, like, kind of look at Hollywood through, like, a dreamer's eyes. And I... you And then you, con- you contrast that with the Martin Landau character who plays Bella Lugosi. That's another tragic character, because you think about this in real life... This is an actor who played one of the screen's most iconic villains ever of Dracula. That's what most people picture, I think, when they think of Dracula. Right? They picture Bela Lugosi's character and that accent he did and all that stuff. And yet, in the 50s, he couldn't find work. No one wanted him to be in their movies. It was only 20 years after he did. Right. Um, so it's not like, a, right. you know. After the 30s. But here comes here comes Ed Wood, and he's a huge fan and wants him in his movies. But they're terrible. Like, he ends up being with one of the worst directors of all time. And 
And, you know, they didn't even... He was working on an Ed Wood movie when he died. It's just that in real life, these are horrible things. But somehow, this movie makes it kind of happy. And it, it's, like I said, it's optimistic about movie making and following your dreams. And I, I, I just dig that vibe. I couldn't agree less on, with some of your points. <laughs> because he doesn't make good movies and he doesn't achieve his dreams. He ends up, you know... It's like, that's like Tommy was so talking about The Room. So, yeah, is it... Do you have fun when you watch that movie? And if so, does that make it a good movie? So I want to point this out, though, because you say he didn't achieve his dreams, but the very last shot, I mean, you know, before they go through the whole, here's what happened to this person, here's what... The very last shot, he's running out of the theater with his girlfriend, and she's going, that was great! And he goes, this is, you know, the best night of my life. Let's go get married. And then they drive off. In his mind, he did achieve his dream because he got to have his movie premiere before a crowd. Now... You never saw the reaction of the crowd. The crowd right. might if, if it cut if the movie had cut if the uh, the film Ed Wood had cut to you know the reaction of the crowd in the theater going what the heck was that that was crap you know then he didn't achieve his he got you know but in his mind because we're seeing it from his point of view he had achieved his dream his movie was on the screen in front of an audience and that's all that he cared about. Now it does go through and even I love in the. Uh, um, epilogue how it um you know it it's saying you know he basically did nudie movies and you know his, <laughs> yeah. his career tanked after this he's voted worst director and there's johnny depp just smiling away <laughs> yeah. he's just happy as everything because he in his mind i did it i made a movie right it was horrible but he didn't care you know it's like, it's like rocky you know he lasted all the rounds and he could scream you adrian i did it he did it and i'm being serious like yeah. this is you no, you you do and, have a point and there. then and then it's uh, you know Martin Landau's character playing oh my Bella gosh, Martin Landau. That's a, yeah. he won an Oscar for this. Now yeah. uh-huh. the debate is: should he have won it over uh, Samuel L. Jackson for Pulp Fiction? I don't know. Yes, but he's pretty amazing. And this, this is probably coming from this is a huge Pulp Fiction fan talking right now. Martin Landau absolutely needed to win that because he he was he, he was very believable as Bella Lugosi. Uh, I mean, there were times that he didn't really look like him, but. I mean, just the way he was, he, you, you felt so bad for him. And he was doing this to himself. You know, you felt, oh, poor guy can't get money. Where everybody else was going, he's a drug addict. We don't want to work with him. But you were feeling sympathizing so much. So, uh, Kelly, did you want to say any more about Ed Wood? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> if you that's can't say anything feels, good. Yeah. That's how she feels about this movie. What's your favorite uh, Tim Burton movie? Batman. Batman. Well, um, and I've got a surprise for you at the end, by the way. Uh, I forgot to say this, but the reason I'm doing Tim Burton is because, and this is kind of deviating a little bit, but I do have a surprise at the end. And this is also deviating. I feel like we're going to commercial break here. (laughs) But if you haven't noticed on our feed, uh, Charles has posted some of the original uh, Good Bad podcast that he did with Topher a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. I'm saying this because... Uh, Topher has a scale. What's, what's the scale called? And they're great too. The, the episodes. Scale? Yeah. The Pritchard scale. And uh, if you haven't listened to those episodes, they're awesome. Uh, they're a lot of fun. Uh, but, uh, the Pritchard scale basically weighs the importance of a movie, like the importance of the subject versus the art of the movie. And I think that Ed Wood really does hit both of those pretty well because important ed wood no not important i mean in grand scheme of things his life is not important but it really handles drug addiction really well and showing it from the perspective of it's not just some you know 
hot chick that's addicted to drugs. I mean, this is an old man that's, you know, he's dealing with the same thing. It's not some glorified thing. He's dealing with this real issue. And it also handles, uh, you know, a transgender issue back in 1994 and handles it really, really well. Before, way before Trans America or any of that uh, uh, came about. No, yeah, I I agree. I, I uh, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm really really happy you picked this for your good one. I was actually worried you were gonna pick it for your bad one because in talking with Kelly and with Mark, it was like, uh, am I the only <laughs> one that feels this way about this movie? But well, and let me say the honorable mentions for my uh, good, and I want I do want to say these because I think they're really important. Yeah, um, I love Big Fish. And yes. it's a real departure from where Tim Burton was at that time. I just absolutely love Big Fish. Uh, Edward Scissorhands. I think that that is a very defining Tim Burton movie. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is another, like, it defines who Tim Burton is. And then Batman is kind of like his, it's his, one of his crown jewels. Absolutely. But now let's move on to the other end of things. Well, I was going to say real quick, the only one that might have topped Edward for me would have been his uh, Superman movie with Nicolas Cage. That was, <laughs> yeah. that, was, that would have been awesome if that ever happened. You, did you see the documentary right now? They released some of the footage, that, like the test footage that had been shot. Yes, the uh, uh, Superman Lives Again. I can't remember. I'm totally butchering it, but yeah. Yeah, they show Nicolas Cage in the costume. and The death of Superman Lives. That's it was, it was, looked pretty intense. Like It was like, okay. Uh, but, yeah. I, you know, where would... I don't know. I'm actually... To be honest, I really haven't liked any of the Superman movies recently, so mm. I don't, I can't imagine Tim Burton's would have been any worse than all the rest, you know? Let me just say this. If Tim Burton had done that movie, he would have been the Zack Snyder of the 90s. Think of that. <laughs> no, Tim Burton's so much better than Zack Snyder. But, okay. So anyway, the other side, the bad movie, mm. is Dark Shadows from 2012. Now, I've got quite a few on the list of bad for Tim Burton. Uh, but the reason I chose Dark Shadows is I did have to have a little bit of it, my personal um, convictions of this, I guess you could say, wade into it a little bit. Because in 2012, I saw the trailer for this and I was so excited. I was mm -hmm. like, this looks fun. It looks like, you know, there. it looks like the actors are having fun. It looks like the story is going to be fun and a new take on a vampire movie. And then I saw this, and I was completely let down. It is, I feel like it was a bait and switch. And do you like the? Did you like the TV series? You know, it was a soap opera. I you know, I I watched a couple of episodes, or I watched a little bit of it, and it's it's a kind of a bad quality soap opera. <laughs> So no, I didn't really like the TV series. But it had—I mean, you can imagine it had such a cult following. You can imagine if if you didn't really care one way or another that much about it, you can imagine all the people that were like, "Yes, Dark Shadows, we love it, we're so excited." How but they must have felt when this movie came out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but that's from the sixties, seventies, yeah. Seventies. Okay, but hold on, I get it back up. Did you like Dark Shadows more than Edward and Pee Wee's Big Adventure, or uh, and or? I probably. Yeah, I probably did. You. <laughs> I'm sorry. I set you up for that one, Micah. I'm sorry. I just. I you like Dark Shadows more than Ed Wood? I didn't like Ed Wood. I thought it was kind of weird. I and really. Mark, same question. No, I disagree with Kelly there. I I did enjoy Ed Wood more than Dark Shadows, but. Not more than Pee Wee. Uh, no, not more than Pee Wee. I would have put 
Out of these three, I would have put Pee Wee as the best. Wait, Which, what? Yeah, out of these three, I would have put Pee Wee as the the best of the three. And then, would you and put, then Ed Wood, and then Ed Wood, and then Dark Shadows. Okay. Yeah. Ed Wood really? just seemed. I kept thinking, oh, it's going to fade to black, and this is the end, and then there were thirty minutes left. I don't know, and I didn't. It's not even that long of a movie. It's not, but. And it didn't feel long. It just felt like it should be over soon. And then it kept going. <laughs> and and when Bella Lugosi died, and I feel horrible saying this, but I didn't feel I didn't feel anything because we had the two phone calls of him to jo- to Johnny Depp's to Ed Wood about you know he had overdosed. So I thought those calls may have been his death call. And then they didn't even show anything. Then they just showed him dead at the end. And I don't know. It was just. But, that, but have you seen uh, any of the movies like Plan 9 from Outer Space or any of those? No, I need to. Maybe you want to watch those movies. It, I'll say it, that about it. I mean, he really... There's a guy that looks nothing like Bela Lugosi covering his face. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that really... That's true. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, all that... Yeah, it's true. And the whole, you know, tour trying to get out of the grave. Now, in Plan 9, it doesn't show the guys coming to help him, but you can obviously tell... He <laughs> He's having trouble. He didn't get out of there himself. <laughs> The um, best part of this movie was that it all happened and watching him like, there's no way Vampira comes in here and yeah. he just meets Bella Lugosi and they're just... No, that's all true. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. But. So so Dark Shadows. Dark Shadows. <laughs> so Dark Shadows. I, Which is, Kelly says is better than it would. To be clear, I did not think it was a good movie. I'll just say that. Okay. But I just liked it more than the others. Okay, Are you well. a Tim Burton fan? <laughs> not really. I mean... Okay. There was a lot are... of Tim Burton-isms in this movie. You got Johnny Depp, which is a Tim Burtonism. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got, and this is the later career, which I, I consider the bad. You've got the very, the oddly looking, young looking girl who is very pale and she's the That's love pretty- interest. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the girl that it's really weird oh. because he was his... It was his wife or girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then no, no. Uh, she's and the then oh, okay. she was reincarnated into the the nanny that mm-hmm. you know what you thought the movie was gonna be following, and then she disappeared for a while, and then she comes back and and to, okay, just to me, it it looks like she's a little too young, like underage. Yes. And I agree. then there's this creepy, which Johnny Depp, you know. He's got to be in his 40s, mm-hmm. you know, uh, even, you know, in this movie, you know, his character's got to be in his 40s. It just seemed the relationship was a little creepy it to was. me. It was. It totally was. And then uh, Chloe, and I'm blanking on her last name, but... More? No. Uh, uh, Moretz, yeah. Yeah. yeah right. her, her line of, I'm a werewolf, woof, you know, at the very <laughs> end, it's like, gosh, come on. Mm-hmm. That's just, that that, that really... You know, drove the nail into you know, the coffin. There we go. I did. Best part of this movie was Alice Cooper. Yeah, yeah. That that was a funny part. Go, uh, go watch the Cooper lady. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was a funny part. But I don't know. I just I didn't. I couldn't get behind any of the characters. And then the character of Barnabas. You know, he when one of the first times when you meet him, not counting all the flashback stuff, but when you first meet him. He's the fish out of water, but then the first thing he does is he massacres a whole bunch of people, and then he's just like, "Oh, sorry, okay. Oh, there's a McDonald's. Oh, I'm scared of it." You're like, "Dude, you just killed a whole bunch of people. I'm not gonna laugh at your McDonald's joke." You know. 
So you don't like the tone of this movie? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't like the tone. I don't like the characters. I don't like even the direction. It just, I don't know. It just didn't really seem like he was he was giving his best. Yeah. How did how how were any of these people even related to him anyway? Because it seemed like their line ended basically, but then they're like, oh, we came from you somehow. The it's science, Kelly. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. We need to have Mystery a talk later solved. on if we witchcraft. <laughs> um, you know, this isn't my least favorite Tim Burton movie. And I actually what is thought, your least favorite? I actually thought of what my ugly one would be. I don't know why I didn't think of it earlier. My ugly one would be his remake of Planet of the Apes, as we mentioned. Which was your ugly? Yeah, that's right. I forgot the, about that one. But uh, the remake episode. Yeah, where would that be in your list, Planet of the Apes? <laughs> it was. It was actually higher in the bad. It was underneath Mars Attack. Um, but above my, the three bad, but before I, before I reveal my runners up, <laughs> Kelly, what was your, what would be your bad, your worst Tim Burton? Mm, maybe Pee Wee, probably. I'll let you take that, Charles. What my bad one is? No, no, no. Her, your response to that. I, I'm done. I guess, whatever. <laughs> but I'm, I, my, um, ejected but my bad podcast. one I, Dark Shadows is up there for me for bad, but it's a toss-up because I really didn't like his remake of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but I didn't like Alice in Wonderland either. Sorry, I keep burping every time I'm talking. It's like I feel like I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> it's all this this delicious sugar water I'm drinking. Um, no, so I, um, so to sponsored by Pepsi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, no. So Alice in Wonderland, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and Dark Shadows. Those are kind of a tie for bottom for me for his. Mark, what do you say? Uh, I agree with Planet of the Apes and Dark Shadows, I think. I like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I really do like that, so I'm kind of mad at you, Charles. You like it more than the original one. No, I didn't say that. But you like it? I really was kind of fascinated with that movie when it came out. I was kind of obsessed with it a little bit. I thought it was great. I, I feel like you should follow up on that. What well, I don't know. I mean, I went, I, I went as him for Halloween that year, and I did a drawing of him, and... That's it, but... Charles, you're also ejected. <laughs> yeah. We're out of here. Yeah. I don't know. It was... It... Back to Ed Wood. No, I, I, felt, I, felt like, I felt like Johnny Depp's Ed Wood was a lot like uh, the Ch- Willy Wonka in that movie. I think I feel like they were the same character. They were. Yeah. The, the, but you know Ed Wood was first. He was like, the, hey, I'm a director. Hey, I make chocolate. The kooky, the kooky smile with yeah. like the lower teeth. And they even had teeth. Really... They both had teeth issue because he had dentures and and uh, johnny depp wore dentures in the chocolate factory yes charlie and the chocolate factory is basically a rehash of ed wood is what we're saying johnny depp was nominated for a golden globe (laughs) johnny depp was nominated for a golden globe for ed wood he was not nominated (laughs) for a golden globe it's all about context so charlie and the chocolate factory and and charles Drop it's chocolate issue. Yeah, talking about it. It's the exact same thing for me. My bottom three were Dark Shadows, Charlie and Chocolate Factory, Alice in Wonderland. I really had to decide between those. You could call that the Burton remake error when he was going through and just remaking everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll have Johnny Depp as a very eccentric character. Um, all all of them have some weird issue with the younger kid mm-hmm. you know and i'm gonna leave it at that but it's just very strange yeah it's well, pretty weird i feel like he phoned a lot of it into with some of those because on charlie and the chocolate factory danny elfman uh when he was doing the music he just recorded his own voice for the oompa loompas 
and was planning on going back and having a chorus sing it. And uh, apparently Tim Burton said, no, I love it. I like it the way it is. Just keep your... So that's Danny Elfman singing all those songs. Are you telling me he Ed Wood? Yeah. He, Charlie and Chuck? He Ed Wooded Charlie and Chuck? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's real. Let's just go with it. Let's go with it. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, but yeah, uh, all, all of those, and it's it, it was it was too too visually stunning. I guess of the, it was too much. Alice in Wonderland, too much. Stunning though. Well, too visually you know, nauseating. Alice, Alice in Wonderland was like a one of the Star Wars prequels to me. It's just all <laughs> green screen CG effects yep. mm-hmm. and sterile. It just I didn't like yeah. any of the characters, mm-hmm. and I don't understand Johnny Depp's Mad Hatter character either. Mm-hmm. It just I don't know. Is he like Scottish? What is he it? actually makes hats and he dances weird. And <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It's, yeah. So, anyway. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that it's we've had this downer. ping pong match tonight. Yes. <laughs> wow. I'm not sure who won. Everything is sad. With all that said, I, I do think that Tim no Burton, I think that Tim Burton is a very talented person. And that's one of the reasons why uh, I have I have strong feelings about his movies. He, is he one of my favorite directors? Absolutely not. No, he's not. He does really good stuff, and I think that he, when he does good, he does good. When he does bad, he does really bad. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's why he's a really good candidate to talk about on this show. Yeah, that's a good point. So, um, thank you so much for listening to us. And uh, if if you have a um, something that you want us to talk about a genre a certain and we get very detailed with our genres too mm-hmm. yep. uh, like uh, the diva genre or how do you how did you describe it I don't even remember it was just awesome writing it out <laughs> it was like nine women who are actually singers but they took on a leading role it was moonlighting in there somewhere yeah. yes moonlighting um, so we can get very detailed also uh, directors actors characters uh, whole sagas uh, let us know on uh, Twitter at Good Bad Podcast or on Facebook. Uh, it's just awesome. Are you saying this because we don't know what we're doing next time? Or are you, <laughs> what's, where are you going with this? No, I'm just inviting them to join, like this great user named uh, Mini Darren on iTunes. Sounds like a swole guy. <laughs> uh, so thanks so much for listening. And next time, we are doing something a little special. How special? Next time we are is going to be close to Valentine's Day around the time that we do it, and uh, we have such uh, loving significant others that let us you know sneak away and do this every once in a while, and sometimes watch these bad movies with us, <laughs> right. and and uh, we just as as a kind of a thank you to them, and as a uh, I guess uh, to honor all lovers out there, we're going to do a special significant other podcast where we're going to invite our wives and husbands on and we're going to talk about how many do you have (laughs) (laughs) we are going to talk about romantic comedies just skip right past that i did (laughs) so the funny thing about this one though is that we don't have any picks because we are we're 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 each bringing our own pick we're each bringing as a couple our own good bad and ugly to this now imdb has to classify it as both a romance and a comedy on the category so if it doesn't do that now i can classify as other things too we'll be fine but Mm -hmm. like warm bodies could be on there okay 
Bride of Chucky. <laughs> I feel like we're getting hints dropped, are we? Not at all. Not at all. No, because I'm chewing chocolate, I apologize. But it's not just my picks. It's going to be my wife's picks with me, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, we have to together. And she hates scary movies, so oh. I doubt those will be on there. Well, my wife hates romantic comedy, so <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> Uh, so I did uh, tell you that we have a little surprise. Um, what we are going to do, actually, for the next uh, 10 weeks, Charles and I are going to be doing a special mini-series. Uh, and uh, we're calling this mini-series Here and There. And this is where we take a, a certain character from um, a book or just a literal uh, liter literacy character. What, what, what am I looking for? Literary. Literary character. There we go. Thank you. A literary character. And we look at uh, how they're represented in the books and how they're represented in the movies. You're selling it well. Keep going. <laughs> and for this uh, miniseries, we are going to be talking about the character of Batman. Ooh. That's right. Batman. So Tim Burton, one of my favorite Tim Burton movies is Batman. 1989, Batman with Michael Keaton. And uh, so we will be talking about that movie, not next, but uh, uh, just uh, keep a lookout on Twitter and Facebook for some more details. Awesome. I, I can't wait. That's going to be cool. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. And thank you, Mark, for being in yet another episode with us. No problem. Thanks for having me. I feel like we're all prim and proper towards the end. It's all... <laughs> Indubitably. Yes. Yes. And see, top hat. We need a top hat. Oh, not this one. Maybe a Mad Hatter hat, but... You need to wear the top hat for the Super Valentine's Day special. Oh, absolutely. And only a, a top hat. I was gonna say, <laughs> you said it kind of provocatively. I'm not going to lie. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, guys. Have a good one.